This is Top Landing Gear. And welcome to a Top Landing Gear special. On Saturday, the 5th of December 2020, the Top Landing Gear team was invited to Dunsfold Aerodrome in Surrey to witness the final flight of British Airways 747-400 Golf Bravo November Lima Yankee. There'd been a campaign to save her from the scrap heap as she was one of BA's retro jets repainted in their Landor livery in 2019 to mark the airline's centenary. With the tip of the tail fin sporting the airline's coat of arms on a royal blue background and the iconic Speedbird symbol redesigned as a red speed wing, it's arguably the most regal of all the BA colour schemes, which adorned the fleet from 1984 to 1997. Lima Yankee first flew in 1993, so at that time would have been painted in this scheme. Underlining just what an iconic aircraft the Boeing 747 is and how much it means to everyone who's had any involvement with it was the presence of a number of emotional 747 pilots who'd come to watch one of the last of these Queens of the Sky make its final landing. Among them, top landing gear guest David Williams, who in 2014 brought a Virgin Atlantic 747 safely back to Gatwick after a catastrophic systems failure. Another pilot told me that it was the look of the 747, even more than it being a joy to fly, that always made his heart beat a little faster and made it stand head and shoulders above the rest. When I asked him what he thought of the current twin-engined airliner he's now rostered on, he just shrugged his shoulders. But this was a happy occasion, a celebration that this aircraft was to be preserved at Dunsfold, ostensibly as a film prop for aviation filming, formerly Aces High, who back in October took delivery of a BA 747-400 Golf Charlie India Victor Whiskey, sporting the current BA Chatham Dockyard livery. Both these aircraft now joined Dunsfold's well-established film star Golf Bravo Delta X-Ray Juliet, a slightly tweaked XBA 747-200. But Lima Yankee means something extra special for one couple in particular who came to welcome her to her new home. Dave, a former 747 pilot, now a captain on 777s, and his wife, Sam. Right, we're at Dunsfold. We're awaiting the arrival of GBNLY, the landor livery Boeing 747. It's James, Jez and Rob here. No sign of Roy, unfortunately, for reasons that we're unable to explain. <laughs> but we have met up with a couple, Sam and Dave... Not necessarily that Sam and Dave, but Sam was aircrew on the jumbo and Dave flew this actual jumbo. But you have a lovely story that goes with this particular aircraft, don't you? This specific one that's coming in today. Yeah, so I was on the jumbo as a co-pilot from 96 and 2006. And I flew this particular one, Lima Yankee, on the 15th of June, 2003. And I brought it back from Lagos. And it's very special to myself and my wife because this is the aircraft and that's the service that we met on. Really? So, they are, so you, uh, Sam, you were cabin crew? I was, yeah. I was a purser and I was working club cabin and yeah. Dave came down for a coffee in the middle of the evening 
and uh, several times I tried to muster, <laughs> yeah. tried, tried to muster to up the confidence in. to uh, yeah, ask I'm, I'm working in club on a 747 that's upstairs is it? that so, was the lower deck oh, lower deck yeah club. it was okay. yeah. So there he, is an upper so deck he, he club as well he shouldn't really he shouldn't have been serving him at all he just kept coming down the stairs he, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they'd run out of going, coffee upstairs yeah, I was so going into first class for some nice coffee so Dave you had your eye on Sam just on this particular fight had you noticed her around before we yeah, I don't want to incriminate myself there. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it's this particular flight. We were both going through split-ups from our previous relationship. So oh the timing was right and the person was right. So, yeah, oh, the, the rest... Yeah, the person, <laughs> very good. Right, very good, exactly, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so the rest is history. Well, did you propose on the flight? Was this no, just the no, start this is where we met. This, this is the start of it. Yeah. He asked me out on the disembarkation oh. on the steps yeah. and would I like to go for a drink with him in Brighton I can't so. believe you accepted looking at him <laughs> <laughs> oh this was quite a long time ago it was, was a while back yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I hadn't had any sleep either so no. oh I see yeah, the eyes <laughs> were a bit blue you took yeah. when I could but, but now living in Cranley we are over the moon that just three miles away that this special aircraft is coming to retire here that's brilliant yeah. it's very that's, heartwarming for yeah, us yeah that's just so good. Everyone was expecting it to be mashed up and um, yeah. chopped to yeah. pieces, and now it's going to be hopefully remain here in perpetuity. Yeah, well said. <laughs> very well said. Very well, said. well I, yes, I hope you will go and relive some very happy memories on it. Thank I you. I mean, keep it clean. Thank but, you, yeah. of course. Yeah. yeah Love good. to. By the way, the reference to Sam and Dave was about the R&B duo who had a hit with Soul Man in the 60s, not the former British Prime Minister David Cameron and his wife. I mention this only because Jez and James looked totally bemused. Anyway, what a lovely story. And I should just add that Sam and Dave, the happy couple, shared their bottle of pink champagne with us. Isn't that lovely of them? So as we sip champagne, freezing our bits off at the side of the runway at Dunsfold, Lima Yankee's landing lights eventually appeared in the dramatically murky sky on her short flight from Cardiff, about an hour and a half later than planned, but not through any fault of her own, and not that it mattered one bit. Coming in from the west, she flew an elegant right-hand circuit starting to the north of the airfield and making a beautiful lazy right-hand turn to the south before coming in for a perfect landing on runway 07 and stopping right in front of the VIPs with just the slightest evidence of a wheel-brake fire from the starboard main undercarriage. On the flight deck and making his final flight as a British Airways 747 pilot was Mags Serafi. Well, I'm with... the. Uh... Mags Serafi, who's just flown it in with... Um, now, who, who's with you in the other seat? Martin Abbott. Martin Abbott. And you're at Dunsfold now. Final flight in the 747 for you, Mags? It not? is. Absolutely the last one for me. This is That's it for me after uh, almost 17 years. So uh, a, a sad day, uh, but uh, a pleasure to be involved bringing it in here. What are your thoughts as you as you left um, Cardiff earlier on today? Final takeoff, final flight? Yeah, a real mixed emotion because obviously it is my final flight, but also very pleased that we're bringing the aircraft somewhere where it's going to be preserved and actually we'll be able to come back and see it in the future and everyone else can come and see it and that's really nice because at one stage this aircraft was going to be scrapped yeah. and that would have been a real travesty. Yeah, there was a real enthusiasm for keeping this particular colour scheme. I think, I think it's one that the people seem to think as being sort of the most regal of the British Airways colours. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it's the one that most people have got... Uh, 
memories of and stories of and perhaps from their childhood having travelled on it that they can relate to it so yeah there's left a lot of emotion out there and a, a lot of people have put a lot of effort into making sure this aircraft does remain intact so that uh, we can all enjoy it for, for years to come yeah how have you divvied up these final delivery flights as to who flies them and who's actually doing the landings who's doing the takeoffs and so on it, it's quite interesting because uh, there's a quite a small group of us left that can do it because most of our colleagues who could fly the jumbo have now gone off to start tight ratings on other on other aircraft so actually by being one of the most junior and one of the last to get a course on another aircraft i'm kind of been fortunate enough to benefit from doing a, a few of them so uh, there's only about five or six of us left that could do them so uh, there's enough to go around and then how's it been divvied up per, per flight as to who's doing the takeoff who's doing the flight who's doing the landing we've just kind of uh, shared it out so everyone's had a go uh, so I, i've done a couple of takeoffs and landings and and the same for my colleagues so just make sure everyone at least gets to do a, a last one before uh, we, we go on our way yeah. what was the thinking behind the circuit coming in we were just wondering what your approach was because uh, you sort of stayed to the north and then flew a big looping circuit round to the south and then came in that way from, from coming in from the west yeah so the uh, the last um, sort of 10 minutes of the flight was all visually done so farm revected us uh, towards the field and once we were visual with it we then had to position ourselves to pick up the uh, the standard circuit for us which was downwind right hand so that gave us the big uh, looping circuit over the top of the field uh, and it meant we could stay visual with the airfield at all times which obviously is a requirement when flying visually yeah and I gather the delay in leaving leaving uh, Wales was actually due to um, traffic on the M4. <laughs> yeah, we got caught out a little bit by the M4 closure at the weekend, which we hadn't factored in, and that cost us about an hour uh, in terms of journey time. So uh, that was why we were a little bit later than we, uh, we'd expected to leave. Yeah, but nothing wrong with the aircraft. Performed no, beautifully. Yeah? Absolutely. As always, she's a lovely aircraft, and uh, it's, it's a shame that we're bringing her here on, on this last flight, but uh, she's still a, a magnificent aircraft to fly and will always have a, a special place in my heart. And what are the emotions for you guys? You're professional pilots, but you know that this is the last landing you're going to be doing in one of these. What, what, what is actually going through all of your minds at that moment? I think at the, mo- at the, at the time, we're focused on landing the aircraft safely. Yeah. It's quite a challenging approach for us. It's something we don't do very often. Uh, and I think it probably hit me when I get home tonight and uh, sit down and realise that that's it for me in terms of uh, the jumbo. She's been a big part of my life for the last 17 years. Uh, I got my command on it. I learnt uh, to become a trainer on it. So she's a big part of my flying history and it'll probably hit me uh, later on when I realise that, that that's it for me. The chapter has, has closed. So what's next for you? Twin jets of some sort? Some kind, waiting to see what comes out. And obviously it's uh, it's a bit of a veritable feast at the moment in terms of where we're going to go. But hopefully in the new year I'll end up on, on something on something else. <laughs> Mags, thank you so much for talking to us. It's a pleasure. Well done. Cheers. Thank you. Well, our thanks to Mags and to everyone at British Airways, not least to Mark Smith, who made the introduction between Mags and Top Landing Gear, to Dunsfold Park, where Lima Yankee is now making her new home, and we're especially grateful to Mike Woodley of Aviation Filming, who brought these wonderful aircraft here and who so kindly invited us to be his guests on this very special day. And Mike has promised to be a guest himself on Top Landing Gear in the new year, when he'll tell us all about his plans for these wonderful aircraft. In the meantime, we've posted some spectacular pictures and video of Lima Yankee's arrival at Dunsfold on Facebook and all our social media pages at Top Landing Gear. And for those of you who are interested in the future of Dunsfold Aerodrome itself, do stay tuned and keep a continued lookout on our social media pages. We have our ears very close to the ground. 
There'll be one last BA747 movement when Golf Bravo Yankee Golf Charlie, the stunning BOAC jumbo, makes the short trip from Cardiff to the South Wales Aviation Museum at St Athen on December the 12th, meaning all three retro-liveried BA747s have been saved, along with Golf Charlie India Victor Bravo, the Negus-liveried aircraft, which is being preserved at Campbell in Gloucestershire. As ever, thanks for listening. And from all of us at Top Landing Gear, Roy Stride, James Cartner, Jez Curling and me, Rob Curling, have a great Christmas and a very happy new year. This is Top Landing Gear.